much I'ma make on this Monday I would never know if I'm sleep waking up late You got two choices on this one way You gon' ball a hoop, either way you still gon' shoot, nigga How much I'ma make on this Sunday I would Hey everybody, welcome, my name is The Popular Gamer And you're here on the Hit Talk Show Gaming with friends is better than sex with your lover. Today we have a special guest in the name of Aaron Velasquez. Uh, uh, and, how you doing? And he's gonna tell us about how he lost his virginity playing Fortnite, but he was more upset that he lost the Fortnite game than he was happy that he lost his virginity. Now, I was playing the game, right? As I'm playing, I'm getting kills unstoppably. This bitch started finding on my gym. So I'm wondering, bitch, what the fuck is you doing? I'm trying to focus. You know, you can't focus when your gym is being uh, found with. So uh, I kept Google, um, kept kept getting my kills. And, and this bitch, uh, she started kissing me on my neck. So I gave her, you know, the little light elbow to the gut. And she just wouldn't stop. I think she was in the mood. She had a little bit of a hen dog. Ooh, I was sipping on it too, but, it, you know, it gave me a little bit more focus. Okay. Uh, but, um... Once I said bitch bow down, bitch back down, I think she also had, uh, you know, I, I did, I, I can't lie. It was my first time. So uh, I slipped a, a little roofling, a little, uh, <laughs> uh, well, not roofling exactly. We're going to be back. <laughs> not roofling exactly. Not exactly, because uh, I ain't a Bill Cosby ass nigga. But I did slip a, a, a good old pill, and it was called the female God damn it, I lost the word. This nigga ain't hey, Diddy out here giving out Spanish flies. <laughs> this nigga nasty as sound, I slipped yeah. a female Viagra. So uh, this bitch got hot. Didn't understand what the heat was coming from, where it was coming from. But her uh, tingly parts was getting all moist and sweaty. screaming her tingly parts. <laughs> and she kept fondling with my gym lit. So Yo. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Oh, quick disclaimer. Um, I know y'all be hearing it in the background. Yeah, I'm smoking on my vape. When I did this, the the uh the solo episode, I, I gave y'all a disclaimer then. But yeah, it's vape uh, yeah, time in the yeah, background. This nigga, so. this nigga be vaping and shit. Just but, in case you was wondering but yeah, before, what that sound was. The way we gonna start this off, right? Uh-huh. Your Lil Wayne album, Ass. Okay. And if anybody like it, y'all just in denial. Now I do not agree. Man, he I do not agree with this this young man's uh point of view. That shit's stupid ass. Now I can't completely say that I uh I'm gonna explain that to A Diddy. Venture deeply into this album. I went I, five songs in and knew this wasn't for me. <laughs> Honestly, I think I only heard the first five songs too, but the five first five songs I heard, I like. I definitely like Funeral because this nigga stayed on topic. I'm, I'm gonna explain this nigga and yo and, and, and it, when it comes to Lil Wayne, especially in the recent years, this nigga has never been able to stay on topic. Anytime he's rap, he throws his punchlines in there, and I like the way they like. Actually, I, I've been disappointed multiple times, but this song specifically, Funeral. This nigga stayed on topic throughout the whole thing. He had a nice 
bit of fucking um punchlines, a nice bit of fucking metaphors and and uh uh, uh what's it called double entendres and shit like i actually enjoy this song now i can't really i can't really dive too deep into the whole album cuz like i said i only I only really listen to the first five songs but funeral i fucked with that so much and my first i can't lie the first time i listened to funeral not the album the song the first time i listened to that song i was like oh this nigga doing this shit again Cause it sounded like he was off beat. It sounded like that nigga was just jumbling all around. Mm-hmm. But then I threw it back. Cause I'm like, you know what? I'm not focused. I'm not paying attention. I listened to the song again from the beginning to the end. Nigga was on topic. Stayed with the funeral. Um, different like uh, what's it called? Um, like I don't know. He just like I said, he stayed on topic. His nigga kept going in different directions from like, uh, well, well, coming from different directions. Talking about how um. Uh, what, what was it? We send we send the nigga on the um first way. Wait, we send this nigga on the highway to heaven. No traffic. Like I love that line. He had um uh you you cry at the funeral. We got the kids crying at the funeral. We shoot the now. He kept saying we shoot the nigga in the face and uh you go to a funeral. Some shit like that. Like he kept saying a lot of the shit over and over. But I felt like that was part of the, the hook of the song. But that song. Me like kind of made up my mind for the album, mm. even though I didn't listen to the full album. That that song definitely like pushed me in the direction. Like you know what, I think Wayne Wayne got something right here. I don't know what that did he was listening to. This is exactly what Lil Wayne album is. This is every single song on the entire album. Every song is like watching a new two-hour movie. Where either the first hour or the second hour is garbage. (laughs) And the other hour is good. The first hour of Funeral is garbage. Then the beat drop and he rap. And you're like, yo, this shit fire. Mm -hmm. Then the next song come on. I think it's Mahogany. Mm -hmm. That hook is fucking trash. But the rapping is good. The next song. First half of that shit was wowing. Second half, he drifted off into Never Neverland. <laughs> the next song, the first half is trash. Mm-hmm. The second half of the song is fire. Put that together for the entire album. <laughs> that shit is corny. Because now I'm trying to figure out what the fuck you was doing on this half of the song. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he probably had a little bump uh, midway through and shit and just fucked it up or he got on track. I don't know, but and that's another reason why mm-hmm. I feel like it's trash. That's how I can mixtape. Maybe if he would have marketed it as that, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have went in. Remember his last album was the Carter Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have went in there with an expectation of all right, Wayne going. I mean, this this the resurgence of Wayne. Yeah. Then I watched the interview when he was like, "Yeah, I could have did the Carter Six. I'm glad you didn't call mm-hmm. it the Carter Six. Or whatever, and he compared it to his other mixtapes. So I'm like, I guess I, I, I never went back. The fact now, the fact that he said he compared it to his other mixtapes mean that he probably treated it as a mixtape. So I could, I could, I could see what you're saying. Like he probably was a, uh, it felt like a mixtape song, but a mixtape album, um, mixtape body of work instead of an album. Uh, but I can't honestly rate or 
judge the album just because I haven't fully listened to it. But from what I heard from, yeah, from, from like my interpretation of what, what, what the album was so far, and I can't say I was fully focused while I was listening to the first five songs either. I can't, I can't even say that, but I was, you, I was, you was I, I wasn't, I, I wasn't fully, um, fully focused when I was listening to it. That's the reason why I only got five songs in. Um, but Funeral was fire to me. Um, I liked the intro, even though it was slow, it wasn't, he didn't have a beat. He was just rapping or whatever. And then he got on beat and the shit was even better to me. Um, but yeah, I still need some more time to digest the full album to give a review of it. But I, I definitely like what I heard. Yo, if you go listen to it, go listen to it. Don't take my word for it. Take A Diddy word for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that way, if you don't like it, be like, yo, A Diddy, man, you told me it was all right. Word, just have an optimistic view on the shit before you listen. And then but, but listen very make, your own, make your own opinion. Huh? Listen to very clearly. Majority of the songs climb up. They don't downgrade. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you that. Like, a lot of songs... Get to the middle of them mm. because it's like they start whack as hell. Like, <laughs> like, like the funeral song is you would think that shit about to be dirt ass for like the first minute. So I mean, just, I ain't gonna hold you. Like I said, first listen, that shit was horrible. Them like, hold on, let me regroup. Let me throw it back real quick. Give it a second chance, second time. Paying attention to the fact that the topic, what the song was about, of course, is talking about the whole album because the whole title of the album is funeral. But yeah, I had, a, I definitely had. And you know what I noticed too, the second time around, Eminem get a lot of flack for just rambling and rapping. Yo, they never say that shit about Lil Wayne. He got mad songs where he just be rapping, like just. Then the punchlines don't even follow the last punchline. Mm. Like the first punchline to be about getting some pussy. And the next punchline to be like, and then I get my bloods. We say so woo, but that's it. I be mm. like, yo, this don't even just <laughs> random rap. But he, even, he get a whole pass for that. But yeah, no, like I have heard people give Wayne flat, but it's never to the level that they give M flat. And like you said, M can stay on topic the entire time. He might go wild and say some wild, yeah, wild, wild, wild nut shit like he does when when he switched to his uh Slim Shady uh. Persona or whatever, but the nigga is usually mostly on topic, and what he's saying from beginning to end, even if it's some shit that you might not like, the shit is super lyrical and punchline heavy. They, That's true. They do not. They do not compare Wayne. They do not chastise or or, or what's it called? Um. Whatever the fuck the word is, but they don't they don't criticize they don't criticize Wayne the way they do him, which to me makes honestly no sense the way that how great M once was in so many people's eyes mm-hmm. compared to the way that they look at him now as just a a rapper that's continuing to rap that probably shouldn't rap anymore, which is definitely I feel about Lauren. exactly definitely a title that most people should if anything give Wayne. Way before they get that shit to him. And what's going on with these dreads? Yo. There's like four dreads left. Yo. In <laughs> so, like I said, who was talking earlier, when that nigga took the mask off. Full disclaimer. If you ain't see the mask singer, then you gotta 
ignore this, even though it come back on the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta ignore what we about to say. So if you don't, you ain't up on it. You ain't up to date. Probably skip the next three to four minutes of this podcast <laughs> because I watched the Mad Singer. I, I watched. I, no, I watched the first season. I ain't seen this season yet. But I, I see. I used to see my father uh, post about it on Facebook. I think Lil Wayne on um, the Mad Singer. He's yeah, like, this, this is the shit that's crazy, bro. He was the best hitting. He was almost as good as T Pain when it came to mm. how bro. When I tell you, he took the mask off. I said what? I ain't said that for nobody else to ever take yeah. the mask off, bro. His clues fucked you up mm. for the simple fact that you wouldn't think he would do it. Uh-huh. That's the whole thing that surprised you. Like you wouldn't think. Little Wayne, a dude of fucking man, a nigga who already told you he don't listen to other niggas' music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He don't listen to yeah, other niggas' so music. He, he barely do interviews. But his clues was fire. Yeah. Like, his clues, it was a Grammy, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the biggest clue was when he was like, when he was 13, he did something one way all his life. Then when he turned 28, he decided to make a change. It was a... The fingers on the skateboard mm. running into the fireman truck from the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they ran into each other. Mm. And then he was like, from there on, I knew skating was the kind of life I wanted to live. I was like, damn, I didn't even catch that. That was the fireman song, his mm-hmm. hit record, and the skateboard. Mm, like, okay. He had some good ass clues. Yeah. And he sung a song, he sung a rock and roll song. Yeah. So it hit his voice. Like, it hit his voice to the point Robin Thick picked. I forgot who Robin Thicke picked. Yeah. And he took the mask off and Robin Thicke was mad as hell. He's like, yo, I did five songs for him. I still ain't know that was him. He gonna, cut, he gonna pull out that shit like, I still got it. <laughs> took that Dang. mask off. He shook his head. He Supposed got been shaking them dreads. Them shits. Them shits look crazy. He is now, these young niggas finally have a face mm-hmm. to put what they gonna look like. <laughs> when they get up. <laughs> but this is the thing. Like we were saying... The niggas' dreads, is, it don't even look like they were seeing. Them shit's just falling out. Like, somehow. It's just look crazy. They, like, he don't look like he was seeing at all. His hair is just... Look, Stevie Wonder. Oh. Stevie. I still got to give it to Stevie. Stevie. That nigga shit. And he bald. Yeah, that's shit in the back of his Stevie head. Stevie shaved everything. Oh, he finally shaved it all? Nah. It's still oh, yeah. Got, he yeah, shaved everything around it. Yeah, nah. Stevie look crazy. But um, Wayne, yeah, nah, that, that nigga look crazy too, though. Man, oh, he got tattooed. Yeah, like, hopefully it was fucking um, what's it called? Helmet. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, helmet here. Hopefully, <laughs> that's the excuse. I'm gonna get a nigga. Yeah, helmet here. That's why he looked so crazy when he took that shit off. But nah, that ain't it. That ain't the look. Enough for bothering Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't listened to it, but he did. He wanted to give you his thoughts on what he been paying attention to on Yo Gotti's album. All right, so listen, I ain't listened to it yet. I ain't listened to the album in full yet either. Um, I've been hearing like from mad different sources how good the album is supposed to be. From what I've heard, the lyrics um, is like the, I, I like the the content of the album. I like the direction he's going in because he's 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 uh, like you said untrapped. He's not he's not a trap boy anymore. He got a like he, he's basically now embracing the fact that he don't. Live that life anymore. He's That's out of that. Street. Yeah, he's done with the streets. He he he's rapping or whatever, and he living his lavish lifestyle or whatever. Even though, of course, he he he's still a real dude at the end of the day. But 
like I said, the, the content of the, the, the album, the contents of the lyrics are there. The flow is not. And that's not on every song, but a decent amount of songs that I've heard. And he has 22 songs in the, um, the album. So I can't really give a full judgment, but from I've heard at least like three songs with a rap style it's trash like just the the fucking delivery the the uh the the the, the, the what's it called the what the fuck is it called what's the word i'm thinking like just the rhyme pattern i guess i don't the, know the flow yeah the flow the flow that, I, don't, I don't know where the fuck my head at right now his flow is fucking tr- disgusting on some of them songs like like you said before he's literally going along with the beat i don't want to hear a nigga just rap but 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 like that shit is corny. Like I and I, like I said, I can't, I can't, I can't uh critique the content because the content is there. The um the the, the 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 topics of the content, like the whatever that shit is all there and is 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 he's doing his um doing a good job with that. But the flow is trash on some of the songs. He won't keep the same flow on all of the songs because some songs he's flowing like the flow is, is is going. But on one of the, the the main the one of the songs that he he likes on the album, um, I can't even remember the fucking name. Man, that, yeah, that, I was just so disappointed by listening to that shit. And I'm I can't say I'm a Yo Gotti fan. Like I've liked a lot of the songs that he's come out with, yeah. um, but I, I've never really listened to a body of work is. But I never really cared for his flow. Period. Like in any song that he's really done, never really cared for his flow. No, I can't give you my take because I haven't listened to it yet. Probably gonna listen to it this weekend. I don't think nothing out that I want to hear, but I'm—I don't even know what to say. But I do know one thing: I have to be honest mm-hmm. with the black community for a second. If mm-hmm. you don't mind, want to tell y'all a little story. So yesterday I was listening to my playlist and shit. Mm-hmm. And the playlist was like all the songs I listened to over the decade on Spotify and shit. So R. Kelly, You Remind Me came on. Mm-hmm. I instantly had to make a decision for the black community. Nah. Do I skip them because it's cancel culture? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I listened to that song 24 <laughs> times. 24 times. 24 times. God damn. Yeah. If R. Kelly is illiterate, can't read, can't write, mm-hmm. if R. Kelly is as mentally retarded as people claiming him to be, I can't say t- retarded. I can just say ignorant because he had he has he doesn't know he mentally challenged. Time. Yeah, 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 as they say he is. It hurts my heart to say that, that makes him a savant. I'm not even sure if that's the if that word is good. It might be the, the reason why I got to use that word because if he can't read and write. Mm-hmm. He's making these hits off photographic memory, like he's painting a picture in his mind mm-hmm. and remembering all the lyrics, the cadence, the style, how he gonna sing it, what he gonna say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And if true. he and if he wasn't such a nasty nigga, we supposed to protect people that talented. Mm-hmm. And it makes me so mad that he's that kind of man in real life. Damn. Because if he can't read or write, he. Just has Basically, freestyle. Yeah. You remind me, twelve play. You are not alone. Yeah, trapped in the closet. Yeah, 
all these Damn. songs. Damn. Like, he, he literally made these up, like, without pen and paper. Uh-huh. Just a beat. He makes some of his beats. Yeah. Well, all this shit is off the top of the mental. Mm-hmm. And I made a guess. I mean, I made an educated, you know what I mean, decision for mm-hmm. my... I got a bump. <laughs> but that you remind me is hard. Damn. That, Yo, I, the first listen, I probably because I had listened to R. Kelly in so long since that happened. Yeah. The first time I listened to it, it was just like, damn, this shit is fire. That's all I kept saying to myself. Now, 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 now. All right. So thinking about what you just said, right? Is it because of the 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 content, the content in the song, like the way he flows the shit together, that you like. Th- this is what made you so amazed by it because knowing now and looking back at the song or whatever how old the song is, but knowing now that this nigga never wrote it, can't read, right, whatever. So he can't, he can't pin it to paper, or whatever. Um, is that the reason why you think it's so like genius? Yeah, like, like now, now, like. Now you have a different outlook on the song because I know all of yeah his disabilities yeah because like I believe I can fly mm-hmm. yo was made of him watching Michael Jordan dunk the basketball on mm-hmm. TV mm-hmm. and the nigga exact words was damn yo it look like he's flying <clears throat> mm-hmm. that came I believe I can fly yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Cause he watched the nigga dunk in the basketball game. I was like, damn, yo, I was like, Mike just, Mike just flying. I believe I can fly. <laughs> nigga on the couch was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> this. He like, write that down because I can't. Word, word. And you know what? That's what I was thinking too. Maybe he had niggas around him, right? That when he made these songs. He probably sung them in front of him and just told them to write it down. So when it was time to do the song, like at the time of like, you know, um recording and shit, he just had them repeat what his lyrics was to him. I can see that. I can see that as a possibility. But that still don't mean that you remember how the song was sang. You still gotta you still gotta finesse the shit once you read the lyrics. Cause you know, some people could write the lyrics. And then put the little lines over certain shit just to say this is why I extend this um word and shit like that. He couldn't do none of that. He just had somebody to repeat the shit, or maybe he recorded himself singing it and then played it back and then sang it. But like that's still like like like, like 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 Jay Z and Biggie. Mm-hmm. I like the two main artists who are well known in hip hop for not writing rhymes. Mm-hmm. But even they got to hit an instrumental first. Yeah. Like, everybody says Jay-Z hit a beat, and then he mumbles it, like, on the spot. Mm-hmm. And then he gets it ready and go in. But there's no music. He got the cadence, the flow. Mm-hmm. All that shit is ready. Yeah. Then he just looked for the beat. Like, there it is right there. This worked perfect for that. Mm-hmm. These niggas got to hit that first. Like, mm-hmm. like, Biggie had to hit Juicy before he rapped. To the beat, I had to listen to the beat mad time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he just finally went in the booth and just spit the juicy verse. Mm. This nigga is in a, a room getting drunk and high. It was like, yo, I got all twenty two songs mm. in ten minutes. Yeah, that's crazy. Now, was like, how do you know that that's that was his uh his his writing style though? That he like he oh made the song and, and, and the documentary shit they said. Mm-hmm. When the niggas were snitching on him, yeah. they they gave him his flowers too. Mm. So they were saying like, 
it hurt them that he's that kind of person mm. because he was like this when it came to working. Yeah. Or Kelly was a uh, you call him, he give him fifteen minutes. Yeah. And he got you. But then you telling me he can't read and write. Mm-hmm. So how the fuck is he doing it in fifteen minutes? Yeah. And his only entourage is women. Mm. They ain't writing the shit for yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see. Especially back then, I, I doubt that that was the case. Yeah, the niggas think about when they came to this. Like, think about it. He wrote "Naked" for Marcus Houston and "Bump Bump Bump" for B Two K. At the same time, he's writing both of them niggas them songs. He rewrote Ron Osley's career. Yeah, yeah. Then and now that's three niggas. Then he was still doing his own shit. Mm-hmm. He ain't reading none of this shit. Ain't <laughs> 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 like he ain't got, he got a choice. He just can't, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, bro. I can't remember topics on the podcast. Mm-hmm. This nigga is a musical genius. Just nasty nigga. Yeah. Just. <laughs> Not even Jess, but a nasty nigga. He like that zone. crackhead that's talented. Yeah, yeah. But you can't get him they, they crackhead. Yeah, So it's just like, you ain't never hit a nigga rap before? <laughs> <laughs> Not but, like he rapping for food. But it's different when it's a genius. That like in the, in the midst of it. Because if you were like crackhead, talented crackhead, that's okay. Okay. All right, nigga, you can do a little something. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, you over here still wilding this shit. This nigga... Was doing a lot of something, a lot the, of something, <laughs> a lot of something to the point where this nigga was so talented, so much of a genius that motherfuckers in the situation would go, "Yeah, um, you might be the dirtiest nigga alive, but this nigga is amazing." And he was a genius on that side of the shit too, where he had tapes of shit that other motherfuckers was doing. He was making them do certain. This is what they said. Like allegedly, he was making motherfuckers do certain shit on camera, either written down, like it was somewhere that if they told on him, he would expose that about them. So he was a genius as far as masterminding that dirty shit too. Like, all right, nigga, you tell on me, I got you fucking your cousin. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Like, yeah, this nigga really is a genius. Uh, probably all around, but he's just the dirtiest nigga. That we know about right now. Because of course he ain't the dirtiest nigga alive. We know there's a bunch of mud, dirty motherfuckers out there. We just don't know much about. Or they ain't been exposed yet. I just I'm just um torn. I'm just I'm yeah, I'm just torn. Like, like it was it's just it's snicker <laughs> going through it, right? Yo, I just like R. Kelly, dirty ass bitch. R. Kelly got R&B album. Christmas. He didn't got a Christmas album. Mm-hmm. The nigga wrote his album Love Letter mm-hmm. as paying homage to the 50s and 60s of soul music. Mm-hmm. Yo, he couldn't play succulent music in his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was still able to. Mm-hmm. Develop this type of style, this type of mind, but that's at the same time he's a dirty nigga. So of course, the type of shit that he loved and lived was the type of shit he was singing about. Because remember, all the shit that he sung about goes hand in hand with the shit that he did. So you remind me, 
was not one of my favorite R. Kelly songs until <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> until you yeah. listen. What the hell is going on between the sheets? Now, and my whether we was canceling that nigga or not, I'm never stopped listening to shit with Ryan Osley on. I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck. I don't get. I don't give a fuck. That nigga raped his mother. It's just I can't. I, yeah, <laughs> them Ron Osley fucking songs was fire. Them just was phenomenal. And I can't cancel him because R. Kelly wrote them. Some bullshit. Sorry, uh-huh. like, I, I'm, I'm bumping, bump, bump, bump. Like, that's my <laughs> shit. Right? I be in the house. Do, 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 do. Boom, boom. I got one pair of Tims. I be having them shit on. Bump, bump. I swear to God, we need the video, man. This shit coming, man. This shit coming. <laughs> this shit coming. Niggas is really entertaining on this baby side of the hall. Turn on the mic. And shit. Let me see, see that sexy body go bump, bump, bump. You know what he like? That is all I want. I'm going to tell you exactly who he like. Baby, show me, show me. Or Kelly is Donald Trump with talent. Imagine if Trump was wild, like on some. But he is. He's talented when it comes to this money shit. Imagine if he was Bill Gates talented. Like it was Microsoft, it was yeah, it was the Xbox, it was it was Windows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get what you So mean. imagine if Bill Gates was Donald Trump. Yeah, I get it. You'll be torn like a motherfucker. Yeah, like yeah. this motherfucker God, created this, all this shit. This, this nigga made Windows. Yeah, yeah. 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 This nigga made Microsoft Word. We need that every day, but he ain't shit. But you know what? It'll be it'll be different. It'd be a whole different world if Donald Trump wasn't talented for himself. Okay. That's the main thing. Because he's talented only in the midst of, of of improving or making his self, his life better. He don't give a fuck about nobody else. But this nigga is avoiding paying taxes for years. And he's a fucking billionaire. Like, that, that makes no sense to me. That make, but it don't make sense. It makes sense. I, 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 let me retract. It makes so much sense, but it'll make it. It, it goes more to the point that you're talking about. Because think about Bill Gates made that shit for people to enjoy, be people to be able to um create their own shit. Why they block Trump only thinking about himself. Big break. <laughs> So after eight Diddy's vape break, <laughs> we are now segueing into a different direction. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about snitching. Before I talk about snitching, shit light on that bitch ass nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You heard Tyler the Creator's acceptance speech at the Grammys? I heard about it. I didn't hear it in, in whole, but I heard that he complained. Some people looked at it as him complaining about the fact that he is being seen as a rap artist is it a rap artist instead of a, a musical artist just like a um, yeah the way he looked at it was when he won his award mm-hmm. he said on one hand he's grateful and he's thankful yeah, that yeah. he won the award but on the other hand he didn't put out a rap album yeah which so is why true. we put him in the rap category which is true definitely true he was like he know he didn't put out a rap album mm-hmm. and he said he looked at the word urban as a good way to say nigga yeah yeah, yeah yeah because he was like um you only hear the word urban when white people talking about it mm. Black people don't use the word urban. Mm-hmm. Only white people use urban. So that's true. They only put him in the hip hop category one because he was black and he has rapped before. Mm-hmm. But think about all of the white artists who have rapped. Yeah. Who gets the credit for singing? 
But at the same time, I 100% agree with what he's saying. Mm. But then at the same time, I slightly disagree. Mm. Because Anderson Pack won R&B album of the year. And last year, Oxnard was nominated for a rap album. Ventura is nominated for an R&B album. Yeah. I guess his state was, why mine's not a pop album? Because it was a pop album. Mm -hmm. Why I got to be rap? So I get it and I don't get it at the same time because... Addison Pack was just put in two different categories two years in a row. Yeah. Like he was full fledged, this is a rap album. They put it in rap. Mm. Then he put out a whole RB album, they put it in RB, and he won RB song of the year yeah. with uh, Andre Dow. So I get what he was saying because he's saying, like, oh, it's not a rap album. But because I'm black, it's a rap album. Mm-hmm. Why can't it be a pop album? You know what? I could I could agree with it though because. Think like think about it, especially in some 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 cases like that, and especially in the moment, the heat of the moment, you're not thinking about everybody else. Mm-hmm. He's thinking about like basically his accolades to where this is what people are going to look at as an accolade for him, um, and going you know give him his honor, whatever, get his shine. But he like that's not what I did. Like fuck anybody else that that that, that did like was able to transition from one one uh, thing to another, but me, that's not what I did. I did not make a rap out. I made a R and B pop whatever type of album, but it definitely wasn't rap. Mm-hmm. So why put me in the rap category? Can't blame him for being thinking selfishly in that moment either. Like that's not what I did. I know that's not what I did. Like you said, I know that's not what I did. I didn't do that. I didn't set out to do that. That's not what I ended up with at the end of the day. Has nothing to do with that. But because I'm black, y'all put me in that and y'all called it urban. Can't blame him. So, but since we stay on the music topic, I mean, congratulations to Tyler. Yo, Russ album fire. And that nigga ain't been putting out fire to me for a I'm minute. I he put out a new album? That with? shit fire. When was that? When Friday. Ah, uh, okay. Russ, Russ album is fire. Yeah. That shit fire. I've been I, hearing one of the singles from it. That shit fire. Russ, Russ album fire. Oh, and Tyler Creator's Grammy performance was, was fire. I ain't see. I ain't get to see the Grammys. He did New Magic Wand with all the, uh, the Tyler clones. Everybody was dressed like Tyler. Mm, At okay. the end, he committed suicide. Okay. Like, he walked off the back of the stage and fell. Like, mm. like he jumped off a building. Yeah. But he fell off the stage. The stage was gone. Mm. And that's how he got on stage. Because every time he, every time New Magic Wand built it up, yeah. the little city shit he was performing in mm-hmm. caught on fire and started bugging mm-hmm. and started causing like a mayhem. Yeah. And then when he got to the end of the song, when he started doing the last verse, when he'd be like, ah, I want to be dead. Mm-hmm. They jumped off the stage. Everybody started wilding. And then that's when he just started walking backwards while he was rapping. Mm-hmm. And he just fell. I was like, damn, Tyler killed that shit. Yeah. Killed that shit. His dancing is very... You need to work on that. <laughs> but other than that, Word. He said basically the way he dances, he bases it all off his left foot. I'm about to say he got two left feet. I, yeah. I swear to God. He said whichever way his left foot go, that's Rest the vibe for the whole. <laughs> he was like, so you might get something good one day. Mm-hmm. And one day that shit might be horribly bad. Like He was like, but he just go. Like, if his left foot start moving, the whole body just going to do exactly the beat. Yeah, you don't care if it's offbeat, uh, whatever that shit doing. Go with it. That's what he doing. <laughs> but Tyler shit was good. Oh, and Kendrick Lamar. Uh, oh, he coming. Yeah, yeah his yeah. book come out October thirteenth. Okay, it's called uh, Damn the Butterfly Effect. Mm. That's the that's a book about it's an autobiography book. That's fine. Okay, 
Now, when his album coming, I don't know, but they saying that, that shit definitely coming this it's year. It's inspired by rock albums that inspire him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard so about that too. I do want to hear that. Oh, um, that's definitely an anticipated album for the year. And I got one more take mm-hmm. before I get to snitches. Uh, my boy Ray, he about to hate me for this, and he gonna call me after listening to this. Uh-huh. I finally understand why I'm not a J Cole fan. Why is that? He prints. He's prints to you. Well, uh, when um, Kendrick is Mike or some shit? He prints as far as J. Cole makes what J. Cole want to make. Yeah, 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 definitely. Whether you like it or not, J. Cole makes. Mm-hmm. That's Prince. I make what... And I caught on to that when I was watching Purple Rain, the movie. Mm-hmm. And Prince used to be the shit. And then he changed his style. Mm-hmm. And everybody kept telling him that shit was corny. Mm-hmm. And he didn't give a fuck. He was just stuck in his ways. Oh, this phone only known as Prince and shit. J. Cole the same way. Like he go in the studio and they'd be like, yo, what we doing? What I what I what I feel what I feel like doing. Mm-hmm. What I, but, but we don't really want to that's, that's what I feel like doing. Like when you hear like like when people always go, For Your Eyes Only was a personal album for J. Cole. Yeah. Then J. Cole should have kept it. I think that's his most unrevisited album. Like I don't think nobody goes to listen to except for I think the neighbors think I'm selling dope. Mm-hmm. That's the only song niggas go back and play. Yeah. That shit. Because that's the excuse all his fans made. That was a personal album. Then he should have kept it to himself. No. But he you, wanted to release it to the masses. No, and none of them like it. But you know what? I can't knock an artist for doing that. Because that's how you stay authentic to self. Instead of making shit like... Like, that's how we get underground artists. That's right. how you have the underground uh, scene, period, because niggas is not making music for the masses or for you. They making shit that's that's true to them or that they feel passionate about. Like, yo, this shit hard to them. But then you get into the form of president, like, working with people. Yeah. J. Cole don't either. Yeah. Like, now, now you get, and I, and I told Ray this before, too. Mm-hmm. Now it starts to look selfish. But you can't blame a nigga for that if they... If if they want to be selfish for their craft, this is what I like. You don't fit what I like. Damn, so nobody. That, that, <laughs> clearly, clearly, because like nobody on earth until until, like. until the last album he did. Remember, he did all his own beats. He did the production on all. Still do all his own beats. Was, no, but, but he worked with um art. I mean, different producers on his last album for the Dreamville. Shit. Yeah, yeah, but when it comes to his shit. He make the beats, he does the production, he does all of the lyrics, the fucking hooks, everything that's all him, just like Russ. Now, Russ is a little bit more commercial because, of course, Russ is pushing shit for us to absorb. He wants us to like it. Cole, he thinking about himself. Yeah, like that nigga don't even care if you like it. Think about it. Think about it. The shit was horrible. (laughs) Shit was disgustingly horrible. But this nigga, what's his name? Um... The nigga that that uh that made um that lead rock, rock what's it called uh what's the shit the 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 the, the label rock J J Z no 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 Rockefeller Rockefeller what's that nigga name again I can't remember you talking about Stacy Dash family member good old Damon Dash Damon Dash makes music now mm. yo yo. Yo, the song that they played. Yo, my God. The song that he begged them to play on the radio. Y'all gonna play my shit, right? Y'all gonna play? 
You play that shit. Did you notice when they played it? They 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 fucked it up because they played commercials in the middle of the song playing, and then after they finished the song and they came back from the commercials, nobody spoke on that shit at hey, all. Yeah. That shit was trash. Like that. Oh my god. They said he always did music, man. He said he always did music. That's his therapy. Like that's the way he he he, he worked through shit. He, he that shit music. was garbage. That shit was disgusting. That shit was, basura. that shit was garbage. <laughs> basura. Yeah, that shit was hot guy. He, he should have kept that shit in his. Uh, that's a nigga that should have kept that shit to himself. Like <laughs> <laughs> music therapeutic to you, keep that shit to yourself. You was not you. No, he's never been a, a actual artist. Some people might have liked the shit. I actually, I ain't gonna hold you. I, I didn't like. <laughs> I did not like that shit. Yeah, I, I, as soon I, as that shit came on and they put the commercials, <laughs> I'm like, I can't even hear them. Right? That's because you weren't supposed. to. I can just hear them talking, like you know what I'm saying. Yo, he repeated the same shit over and over, and then he talked over the track. Like, that shit was disgusting. But yes, Dame Dash got music leaders. That me. shit is... Don't don't listen to it. Please don't. You're gonna waste your time. Nah, but when I mean they Prince, I don't mean it I don't mean it in a negative way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Prince doing that gave him a fan base. Yeah. But that's why I'm not drawn to I'm about Prince. to say, but it's just not for you. I get yeah, that. Yeah, like, like, Prince got a lot of songs I like. And then sometimes I hear Prince music and be like... I wasn't feeling that. This shit... Shit, kind of corny, and that's the same way a lot of people looked at it at the time too. Can't blame them. Like, like I'm not mad at being different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cole's not different. Yeah, he's a rapper. Yeah, but I can just hear that this is just like it's safe for everybody. Like, I, I, I can see him submitting his album to Jay Z, mm -hmm. Jay listening to it, and Beyonce like, you gonna get Cole your honest opinion? No, mm -hmm. <laughs> yo, put it out. <laughs> Word, like, because I can see Jay, I, I can see uh, that nigga going. I'm not changing up. Mm -hmm. Now, I can see that. Yeah. So I can see him just going, he built his fan base. Mm -hmm. Because people who make music like that, it take longer for them to get out. Should tie the credit door sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But I just realized with Cole, it's like he he does it on purpose because he makes certain announcements. Mm -hmm. Like when he announced, that's it for features, no more features. Yeah. It's like, yo, you ain't have to tell us that. We like you doing features. Yeah. Just don't do them. We just going to think, you know. Yeah, that you But just... he let it be known, I'm doing features now. Yeah, yeah. All right. No more features for the next <laughs> eight months. Like, like, like shit like that. Yeah. It's like, that's some shit Prince will say. Yeah. Like, all right. I'm writing songs for everybody. All right. That's it for the next seven years. Like, like do you feel like he, it, it sounds real entitled and arrogant? That's the reason why you probably don't. In like a way, yeah. yeah. Like, like, like me giving y'all features is a blessing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no, yeah. nigga, you're a rapper. Just, you giving us music, period, is a blessing. Yeah, yeah. Don't make it seem like, like literally, J. Cole doing all these feet. Yo, his fans beg for that. Yeah, yeah. They literally true. beg for that. Like, yo, remember when Cole used to be? Mm -hmm. Come on, Cole, come on, Cole, come on. Remember, Cole went three straight albums with no features. Nothing at all. That's almost six years of music. Yeah. With like two verses. He did Janet Jackson. He gave her a verse. Mm -hmm. And he did like them two freestyles with J uh, Kendrick. Kendrick, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than that, that nigga just like, nah, that's good. Niggas was like, yo, we missed that shit. You know what I mean? You was on J album. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. Then he popped up like, I'm doing features. He was on Mad People shit. Yeah. That nigga got the nerd to tweet again. All right, that's it. <laughs> nigga, you ain't got to tell us that's it. We know that's it. Yeah, you could have just left it where, where it was at. Yeah, I feel you. But, yeah, yeah I, like like I said, can't blame him for doing what he do. A lot of niggas do it. 
a lot of niggas do it. A lot, especially a lot of underground artists. And underground isn't necessarily like you just staying away from the mainstream. It's just a lot of times it's just shit that's that's for the people that that you know gonna enjoy it for for yourself because this shit is fire to you. I can't blame a nigga for that. That's why a lot of uh, rappers at the same time people don't pop because like just just like what um what the nigga uh black said. He was like, yo, I don't make music or I don't listen to direction from other people because I don't want to do what you do mm-hmm. and that shit pop. And then I become that. I, mean, I want to do the shit that I want to do. And if people gravitate to it, they gravitate to it. Of course, they enjoy it. I'm going to like the fact that they enjoy it. But I don't want to do what people expect me or want me to do. And then that's not me. So then that shit going is like, damn, I got to repeat that for people to like what I do or people to people to buy the shit that I'm trying to sell. That you, you trying to chase behind a fucking sound that's not yours. I got you. I got you. Because I also, I also look at it like this. Um, You know, another reason why Tyler was put in the rap category as accepted speech, he said, I don't make music to try to get put on the radio and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So... I can see people winning awards off word of mouth. Mm-hmm. And even though I thought Tyler had the best album last year, I can see how the Grammys would be like, the last time we heard Tyler created, he was a rapper. Mm-hmm. But his album was so popular. Like, far as selling, it was like the biggest hip-hop album of last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can see how they just look at that mm-hmm. and be like, oh, Tyler the creator. Because if Jay-Z said fuck it and put out a country album today, I, I'm pretty sure the niggas who do the Grammys ain't listen to it. And he's just going to put his country album on hip-hop. But you know what? That also comes along with the whole stereotype fucking... That's true, too, because you'll get somebody else a fair listen. Exactly. They're going to give the white artists a fair listen. They're going to check it out and see what kind of sound it is, whether it's contemporary, country, fucking uh, pop. Uh, rock, whatever, they're going to give them that category. They're going to put them in the lane that they're actually in when it comes to the award. Motherfucker that look like us, they, they clearly, and I can't say that for everybody, but clearly for Tyler, they didn't do that. They just put him in a lane because he had a popular album. J. Cole and 21 Savage won their first green. Yeah? They won for a lot. A lot? That's popping. I didn't even know that. And, and Nipsey won two Grammys. I'm not going to speak on that because I ain't trying to get beat up. Where you have a right out <laughs> this bitch. You don't fuck around to be like, Nip ain't deserve them shits. Like, you know, I'm getting whack 100 somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> album was great. But the album didn't come out this past year for Bruh. to be even nominated for a Grammy. They, they, nah, nah, nah. The songs he won for was, it's about to fuck your head up. Mm-hmm. He won for the song with Rowdy Rich, Racks in the Middle. Yeah. Though Roddy Rich biggest record was the box. But you know, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then he won for that whack ass song with John Legend and DJ Khaled for DJ Khaled album. Alright, wait, but I for the Roddy Rich thing, right? That song, I feel like it's too recent. It came out a minute Roddy ago. Roddy Rich music is just yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Roddy Rich is too recent. But um that song is a little bit too recent, I feel like, to 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 um Especially because it's back at number one now. Like I feel like it's too recent to yeah. to 
been um, nominated for a Grammy. Uh, but that Khaled song, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't it. That wasn't it. Um, so for that to be nominated, that that won a Grammy. That too? One. Wow, that's how you got two Grammys. That's huh? crazy. Yeah, I wouldn't expect that. But that's also surrounded. That 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 comes with um. Clearly, especially more recently, it's, it's come with the 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 the. the I can't say novelty because that'd be disrespectful, but like the tension that comes around the death that that follows a death, especially for somebody that's been making music. Now, Nipsey might have had a great album, but it wouldn't have gotten this attention, especially not this year, if mm-hmm. he, if he was still alive. That's not like it, 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 it just wouldn't happen. But not speaking, of course, not speaking neg- neg- negatively about Nips. It's just these are just facts. Like it wouldn't have gotten this recognition or this shine or this attention mm-hmm. this year if that man hadn't passed last year. I give you that. Now, before we wrap this up, I want to speak on something. Yo, why niggas get snitch and get mad time off? Because. Uh, why, like, 6 9 doing what he did with all his boys. Mm. Having all the time all these niggas got. He got two years. But that don't change the fact, like, great example. He got two years. Mm-hmm. The nigga he ordered to shoot at Chief Keith got five. Yeah. Yo, you orchestrated it. Last time I checked when Lil Boosie orchestrated it, he got the death penalty. Yeah, yeah. Like, the C- system is... Conspiracies is a big motherfucker in the first place. You... Or the orchestrator, if they caught you before the shit happened, conspiracy still gonna get you hella years, period. Exactly. But conspiracy with the intent of murder and then actual murder or attempted murder, yeah, that shit definitely should give you plenty of years. Like, but like you said, being a snitch, I don't get it. Maybe because like most situations like that that I that I um I'm I have knowledge of or privy to or whatever. Um, it's not usually the orchestrator okay. that, um, that, that, that is the snitch. You get me? Usually it's just somebody that was involved also. Um, so it's like me and you, we went and robbed these niggas and we happened to kill them. Just like, what's it called? A uh, manslaughter. Cause we didn't plan on killing them, but in the midst of a robbery, we killed the nigga. Um, and then me and this other nigga, we got these many drugs, we got busted with these shits, but then before all that, me and these other niggas went and robbed these niggas, so instead of me just getting brought down by myself, now I'm bringing a bunch of people off the streets that would have still been there that, yeah, that would have still been there if I hadn't said nothing about them. Yeah. So, they knocking down your time because you bringing in a group of motherfuckers off the streets that committed severe crimes or whatever that I guess, but you're you still releasing a criminal. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like The Wire. If you ever watch The Wire, the mm. season finale, Marlo finally got locked up. That was the OJ. Yeah, yeah. Marlo snitched so he could come home with his brand. Yeah. Marlo snitched, came home. First thing he did when he came home was went back to the block. Some niggas disrespected him. He got right. Yeah. yeah. Some niggas come home and are still the same nigga. They snitched to just come home. Yeah, yeah. So my thing is, you still didn't do any justice mm-hmm. because if I'm bringing home, if I'm bringing home a common criminal because he snitched on other criminals, mm-hmm. 
that didn't change him being a criminal. But you know what? Usually in that situation, they they like it is is never just like no possibility of I mean uh, uh, without the pop no 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 not even parole. Usually it's never a, a situation where they just get off and they don't have um what's it called uh what the fuck is the thing called? I never been to prison, so I don't know. I can't. I can't remember. But um, when you got to check in monthly and shit like that, what's that called again? Parole. Yeah, parole. So usually niggas that get off, for, like with uh, snitching, with um, selling their peoples out or whatever, they usually have parole after they leave. Now the ones that don't have shit, that's crazy. But if you got parole, they looking for you to do some other bullshit to bring you back in. To then throw your ass under the jail because now they could tag shit on you that they probably uh, just why that, that they probably didn't have on you before because you know they, they they niggas try especially like Takashi he's going to he's going to give you account or try to give you account of everything he was involved in so that if some bullshit does happen later on where he gets in trouble maybe dirty piss test when um he going for parole or whatever yeah. is is I. Right, Y'all could get me for that, but y'all ain't gonna tie a bunch of shit from the past on me. I got because I gave y'all account of everything. I gave y'all my whole catalog, catalog of yep. dumb shit, and just wiped all that shit clean. So now I ain't gotta serve no time for that. Y'all just gonna get me on this petty shit, and then if I do get locked up again, I right, I'm gonna just get these many years for fucking up my um my parole, fucking up the freedom I did have. But they they try to they try to string you along so that you you, you still scared to do some shit else. That's why that's why I feel like they they kind of do that because at the same time, like I said, you're getting other niggas off the streets that would have been out there continuing to do the same shit that they have been doing that you just told us about. But then at the same time, now we got something over your head that'll make you either fall in line and do mm-hmm. the shit that you're supposed to be doing once you get out there and staying out of the um the life, or if you fall back in, all right, nigga, you going under the jail. Now you just you just wiped all that shit you did um away. You just wasted your time with the shit. Now you back in the same um hole that you was in the first place. I don't. I just find. I just. I just find that shit weird. Like yeah, it, it's it's I dirty. Tell you snitching. You still on jail. Good mm-hmm. luck. <laughs> but that's the reason why they get them. them now I can see you snitching and you innocent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yo, man, them niggas just pulled me in this shit. I ain't had nothing to do with nothing. Niggas came to my house, picked me up, and then they was like killing niggas. And it's like, all right, you get a pass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But nigga, you are a part of the operation that they were doing. Yeah. Talking about, oh, I ain't no nigga. I mean, yo, this. Yo, you talking no niggas that don't even speak to you. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, 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 there was no need to take the stand. Like, yeah, Cardi B of blood. There was no need for that. <laughs> like, he just started telling on mm-hmm. everybody. Like, yo, y'all niggas think Trump won wire money, nigga? What? <laughs> he just wanted to have some shit to say. I don't know. This, yeah. He, he just was trying to free his name from any and every little bit of everything. Yo, when he fucked up at, that's with them little niggas that got five years. They coming for that. Oh yeah, they definitely coming years. back up. But that's also if they're coming for him in five years. Think about it. A lot of niggas go in there and don't want to go back. Yeah, but some niggas come out and be ready, ready to, to, to go crazy. Because of course, um, jail ain't the rehabilitation center it's supposed to be. So you, you know how some niggas is. We don't bend. Mm-hmm. We don't fall. Mm-hmm. We don't break. It's fucking, fucking Treyway, <laughs> all right? Word. And when we come home, mm-hmm. it's fucking Treyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't, that's what I'm saying. Some niggas, some niggas, they go in there 
and they do not want to go back in. Some niggas go in there and that become life. That becomes a lifestyle. They don't know shit else but that. Or some niggas go in there, go fucking crazy and come out even more monsters than they did when they, I mean, than it was than they went in that bitch. And that ain't just to say black people. That's anybody. For all fucking three. So, yeah, that nigga, that's the reason why they said, I just seen the post just yesterday. They said, yeah, when this nigga come home, he going to be in a um, Fort Knox type of uh, 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 situation. He's going to be out of New York, out of the, the Bronx, right? That's where he's from? Mm-hmm. And he's going to be in a Fort Knox type situation where limited people in, limited people out. And, <laughs> you know, he under lockdown pretty much. Niggas, niggas be niggas is dirty though. Niggas is definitely dirty. That whole situation system type shit is is is, is filthy. It's made for niggas to fall. Man, but that's the whole fucking world, damn near America as a, as a whole, as a whole. Yeah, so that shit made for you to fail. Shit made for us to fail. Definitely corrupt in the motherfucker. Ain't nothing new, but I'm I'm as far as my thought process go, my. I believe that that's the reason why they do that when it comes to motherfuckers that snitch. I just had to get that shit off my chest. Because that shit really like that shit really bothered me. Now, it was it was a topic that I wanted to talk about. Um and this has nothing we we be right back. Hold on. Era, you already know what it is. It's your boy New Era, checking in with my boy Dope Boy. And if I cared what you think, you wouldn't be on the podcast. All right. So, like I was saying before the break, it was it was a topic I wanted to bring up real quick, and it's a rough, rough, um, thought process behind it or whatever. It was just something that came to mind. But when it come to relationships, right? Do you think? That however you get somebody is how you keep them, or however the relationship starts is is, is going to be the way it stays um, throughout the relationship. Or like, and, and, and what I mean is like, I right, just a small example. If a dude is in relationship, right? Dude in relationship with a chick, they dude probably not happy or whatever. But he's in a relationship with somebody. Then mm-hmm. a chick come along and not just come along, but he started entertaining the chick or a chick started entertaining him. Blah, blah, blah. They start feeling each other. And then he cheating with old girl. Um, Then fuck it. He either breaks up with the chick that he was with and stays with the chick that he just started fucking with. Or he get caught by the chick that he'd been in a relationship with. And now he's with. The, the, the side chick, basically, or whatever. Do you think that in that situation, um, the chick that he was cheating with should understand that this nigga might be a cheating ass nigga? Like, that's just the type of nigga he is. So, like, he might need some type of entertainment outside the relationship. Um, like, do you, I, I don't know. It's, it's just, like I said, rough thought. Rough thought process behind it, but I'ma say it's 50-50, mm-hmm. but I'ma say no. Because I feel like 
what made you leave one person cannot make you leave another person. Mm-hmm. Like, if you one of them niggas that just be like, yeah, as long as you fuck me, I'll be here forever. Mm-hmm. And then she don't do it, and then you meet a chick that do it, and now you with that person, and she's still doing it, mm-hmm. and he never leaves. Yeah, That's all he wanted. I mean, so I just look at it like, um, there are some there are some instances where that's true, mm-hmm. but there are also incidents incidents where that's not true mm-hmm. to the point where um, y'all could have had a relationship where y'all fight and argue all the time. Yeah, like there's a build up that made her do what she did, or that made you do what you did as a man, and y'all both get into new relationships, and y'all don't carry that to the next relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Y'all completely are like genuinely two new different people because that person brings out a whole new person mm-hmm. in you. And I, f- I just feel like people use that as a way to continue to paint somebody's character in a certain mm-hmm. way. Like, um, I'm trying to think of who one could I use. Glad you just said that. Johnny Depp. Okay, yeah. The yeah. chick that played... Yeah. Sweeney Todd. Yeah. No, the chick that played his own... Um, the chick that played Captain Marvel mm. was his ex-girl, wife, or whatever. Yeah. She said Johnny Depp beat her, all that other shit. He put his hands on her. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Come to find out she, was telling, she wasn't telling the truth. Yeah. Johnny Depp is now in another marriage. Mm-hmm. He got divorced for those same reasons. She said Johnny Depp used to beat her ass, all the shit, this and this and this. Mm-hmm. She started going to women's right meetings. And this just came out yesterday. She started oh, going man. to women's right meetings. Mm-hmm. Fucking Johnny Depp. Like, he's not Jack Sparrow no more. They fired him. Like, yeah. all that shit. Okay. Damn. She was speaking on Johnny Depp's name. Like, oh, he was abusive. I dealt with that for how many long I dealt with that, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Johnny Depp put out the phone audio between him and her. She was beating his ass the whole marriage. Mm. And the audio proves because he's telling her, I can't come back to that. And she was like, I wasn't even hitting you that hard. Yeah, I hit you. She's like, I hit you because when we arguing, you walk away from me. And he's like, I don't want the physical. That's not what I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, if you change, I'll change. She's like, but I can't promise you I'll change. Like, sometimes I get so mad, I got to punch you in your face. Wow. This and this and this. And Johnny Depp was on the other line like, yo, but you can't do that. This was a phone conversation that she and him agreed to record. So it's not even a fucked up audio. The fuck? Yeah. She agreed. And then the audio admitted to him that she beats his ass. Yeah. And she told him, you a fucking pussy. You a punk. Like this and this and this. Wow. He took it to court and gave it to the judge. Now, that's two women in a row. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's fucked up. So now, now his third one might have a, a, a outlook or a, a, a summary of what this nigga is before they even jump into Exactly. The and now, that nigga clings his name that he don't hit women. Yeah. But... <laughs> At the end of the day, that shit is out there. Exactly. Okay, so what I was going to get into, um, I get where you're coming from as far as that, um, as far as like a picture being painted already for somebody. Some people do make excuses and shit like that too. But what I was um, going to tie back to with the, the, like what I said was like, I, same situation, nigga cheated, got with somebody, he, he got what he was missing from this person. But at the same time, I feel like in those situations, you still in a relationship with the person that you was with before you started cheating, right? Yeah. So now you're cheating. You got a side piece that's making up for the shit that she's not doing. But you don't break up with this person. You 
get caught cheating or some shit, and then that's what fucks up that relationship. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, yeah. But your outlook or the way a lot of some people um, go in that situation is like, yeah, bitch. But you, you wasn't doing this and this. I was getting that from this one. But if that was the case, if you was just you was getting what you was missing out of the relationship from this one, why stay with this one? Are you still? I get what you're trying to say. Yeah, like are you still like you still getting? Certain things out of this relationship, I think so. That you're so. not going to get from here, I think so. Because some people literally cheat with the mindset of small shit, like, um, like you said, let's mm-hmm. say sex. Let's say the woman has all the qualities you want, mm-hmm. there's no sexual nothing, like you try your best, and yeah, it's just yeah. not there. Mm-hmm. You get caught fucking somebody else, and it's like, yo, how could you? And then you be honest. Mm-hmm. And then they say dumb shit like, well, if you would have just told me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably just what? Because I had this fucking talk. Yeah, yeah, pretty sure that. Like, you, and usually in situations like that, it, it's got to be some type of communication where it's like, but sometimes it, there isn't. Sometimes, it, like, in certain situations, there isn't any communication where, like, nigga, you don't speak to me. You don't tell me what you're missing or whatever. Like, I've, I've heard both sides of the story, right? Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm just wondering like so like once you do once once that relationship is fucked up and that person is gone now, can this chick probably exp- like that's what I'm trying to see like would would that chick be wrong in expecting this nigga to still be wanting to venture out a little bit and get that missing piece or should the nigga just drop this chick and find somebody else? That he feel like is 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 the package that he looking for. That I can't answer that. Yeah, because it's like a um, only he or she can make that answer for themselves. Yeah, because you could feel like, yo, you lacking this, and she feeling that void. Mm-hmm. But what if she feeling that void? Say, say y'all split up now. She mm-hmm. didn't you. Y'all split up. So now you talk to her even more. Yeah, and you realize she is also all of that. Yeah, plus more. Yeah. So now, do you just erase the whole side chick and just move on to something new? That's 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 what I was getting at. Like, um, she was filling this void that she was still filling this void. Your 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 past relationship, your current relationship, was still filling a void that your side chick um wasn't making up for. Uh, but your side chick making up for the void that your girl, your your main squeeze, uh, isn't making, uh, isn't isn't putting out or whatever. Um, so once that relationship is over, you're fucking around with the side chick still, or that becomes your main chick. You still, like you said, it's a possibility she could develop and be like, yo, all right, she had all those qualities too. I just wasn't seeing it because I was paying attention so much to the fact that I already had those qualities Mm -hmm. in in my main, but it also could be a situation where I now fucking with this chick, but she lacking a lot of the shit that my chick had. Like, you gotta you gotta lose lose both situations you should have walked away from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because both situations you could you had to walk away from because if this your chick and you fell in love with her and she do everything for you and she lacks something and you're getting it from over there and then y'all break up and then you're dealing with her and then she's lacking, but she lacking, they both not the complete package. Mm-hmm. So just that's what I'm saying. You you probably probably just fuck just, her, yeah, just go somewhere else. Yeah, go somewhere else. Nah, I one hundred percent agree with that. I one hundred percent agree with that. Because I just like things get tricky when 
people don't be honest with themselves. Yeah, yeah. It ain't even being honest to them mm-hmm. or her being honest to her man. It's herself. Like, mm-hmm. yo, what do you want? Like, if you can pinpoint when something shifted, mm-hmm. you being honest with yourself. Yeah. If you can't pinpoint that, then you, you just wow. Yeah, you just like, doing whatever. Yeah, but yeah, if yeah. you can pinpoint it, like, hey, yo, everything was fine until this point. And then you'd be like, 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 yo, then it ain't even got to be sex. Like, mm-hmm. people don't, oh yeah, it don't got to be that simple. It could just like, well, super yo, the way you talk to me, mm-hmm. like, yo, the way you talk to me is like unappreciative as a motherfucker, mm-hmm. or you don't show no verbal affection, mm-hmm. like, no, I love you, no, like, yo, women and men don't understand how important that word is for somebody who's in love to say it to somebody. Yeah, and that's real shit. It yeah. sounds fucked up, but like, yo, you could go to hold, and I, and I'm one of these niggas. If you can go the whole fucking day without talking to me, I don't give a fuck. But if you love me, just say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One time. We ain't got to speak the whole 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Say I love you just on some random shit. Cool. Yeah. That one word to change. That one word that can stop a nigga or a female from making a drastic yeah. decision. Or, and not just that, but I feel like that one emotion could stop a nigga from making those drastic decisions too. Because think about it. If you truly love somebody, then, and and, and then, like, not not blind love, because blind love, that means you're stupid. You're not paying attention to what the love fuck is going is on. Exactly. I don't believe love is blind, because you can be very stupid in that in that situation. You're not I feel like it. love is blind when it comes to the first time you fall in love. Because yeah. you accept things because you don't know what you're not gonna accept. Exactly, exactly. So of course, throughout life, you you learn and shit. Yeah, right? once you're a certain age, it's like nigga, I don't want to hear that because you love them. Yeah, but my my thing is like, I right, um, you don't you don't fuck. What was I going? Um, yeah, you you don't. Damn. All right, so I ripped the shit out the sock. <laughs> my whole hell out this motherfucker. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, you fucking wild. <laughs> so whatever. So um yeah, as far as like Yeah, I don't believe that love went deep. Where you get this shit from? Like you, I don't you, know. Just, what female you was arguing with? Nah, nobody. Damn it, I'm tired of sucking your little dirty dick. <laughs> <and> <laughs> you ain't to be your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm just it's just something that that went through my mind. It's like, yo, it, it, and if that's what I meant. Love can make you can stop you from doing making them drastic decisions, right? Because you might you, like if you if you I feel like if you deeply in love with somebody, you're not even thinking about anybody else. I, I that's honestly the way I feel. You don't think about anybody else but that person or pleasing that person, making that person happy or whatever. If you're not that deeply in love, um, like of course some people like deeply in love, they could they might flirt with somebody just. Just for the hell of it, uh, innocent flirt, yeah, yeah, conversation, innocent flirting or whatever. Um, but I feel like if you deeply in love with somebody, you're not even thinking about the next person. You like that shit isn't even isn't even on your radar. Somebody might be feeling you, but you don't even realize that that shit is happening because you're not even paying attention to that. You you're not even paying attention to the fact that that is something that's there. Like you don't even see it. That that you're blind to that. You're blind to other like temptations because. That shit don't interest you. You just you 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 good or you focused the way you at. But um, 
I was thinking of I also thought about um what um Will Smith had said, right? Where he said, when it comes to a relationship, I'm not supposed to make you happy. I'm not here to make you happy. You're supposed to make you happy. You're supposed to be happy with yourself. I'm supposed to be happy with myself. I'm supposed to love myself. And um we're supposed to be able to do that for ourselves independently. Mm. But when we come together, it's just great because we already love ourselves so much. All we're doing is sharing that love with the next, like I got you. with the person you're in a relationship with. Um like I was gonna ask you, how do you feel about that? Because I I I honestly couldn't can can like completely agree with that because as long as I'm I'm fully comfortable where I'm at or what I'm doing, blah blah blah. I shouldn't be the one to make you happy. I shouldn't have not, not that I can't do stuff that mm. makes you happy, but I shouldn't be the one in the position to have to make you happy. You should be happy on your own already before like deciding or thinking that this should be a, a thing. Like us should be, us two together should be a thing. And the words of Will Smith and Aladdin. Mm. There's a lot of gray area. <laughs> Word. Word. <laughs> Got to be a little bit more specific. There's a lot of gray area in that for this one reason. There's a lot of gray area in that. Put this shit on mute. There's a lot of gray area in that because of... You can love yourself mm-hmm. all you want. And I broke your heart. That next nigga that meets you, you it ain't that you don't love yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't trust men. She oh, you don't trust women. Like the next woman that meets you. Mm-hmm. You don't trust women. Like, yo, I gave this woman everything I had. I love myself. Mm-hmm. She loves herself. I gave her everything. We mm-hmm. was in a relationship. Something happened, it didn't go that way. It crushed me. That don't mean I don't love myself. I'm just crushed. So when we come together. I got insecurities. I'm not going through your phone and shit. Yeah. But I just have some kind of insecurities because I did this that way for so long, being the being the understanding guy, mm-hmm. certain kind of shit. And it got me nowhere in life. It, it had me basically waste time. Even though I don't feel like no relationship is wasting time. Yeah, yeah. You learn from everything. Everything. But I feel like it's you know what I mean. And then you come and then the girl come along and fix that. You learn to trust her again. Mm-hmm. You learn to eye. Relationships are a real thing mm-hmm. because it ain't the thought of being with you that makes me feel some type of way. It's the thought of being in another committed situation and the other person walk all over me, talk shit about me, mistreat me. Mm-hmm. That's the part I'm afraid of. So you can love yourself all you want, and she can love herself. Y'all can come together, and you can still be scared mm-hmm. to fully commit to that situation. So I just feel like if that's the case, and she fixes that, when she crushes that. You fucked up again. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily saying you don't love yourself. Yeah. But now you just on some shit. I mean, I'm about to just fuck bitches forever. But I, mean, I, I, I see where you're coming from. Uh, um, a, 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 a direction I'm. But where he going makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah. You love yourself. She love herself. Y'all come together. Y'all just spreading love. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I am friends mm-hmm. with people who don't love themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I know that personally. Mm-hmm. And they look for other people's validation. Yeah, they look for validation in others. Yeah. But, that's 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 where I'm coming from with this this situation. It's like I, right, um, you can, you can love yourself. She love herself. We come together and it's great, right? Mm-hmm. Or we come together and then you break 
my heart because I felt like what we had, or whatever, you broke mm-hmm. my heart. Now, I also feel like moving forward in the next situation, because like I said, like we said plenty of times already, life is a learning process. You learn from different relationships. You don't feel like a, any relationship is a waste of time because you learn what you would accept, what you won't accept. And like you, you were able to fill in that gray area a little bit more mm-hmm. because now you have a little bit more knowledge yeah. um, behind it. So I feel like in that situation, for those who are who are who do love themselves, who who are confident in themselves and everything like that, um you can't not that you can't, but it's it's harder to go into a relationship and have those insecurities or have those those fears about the next person um, knowing what you will and will not accept. Mm -hmm. So like once you get to those issues or whatever, communication is always key. As long as y'all talking about everything, like you see you have an issue with something and then you speak on it and then get that person the option to to fix that or to be able to like, I work with you because they know that that's something that you do not like. Um, But if you don't speak on it, or you're not confident in yourself, mm-hmm. of course you might be looking at this person sideways like, yo, they might do the same shit last one did. But that's that might not be the case. That those insecurities, those um those issues or personal issues um with past relationships that's now um that they're now putting a a, a strain on your current relationship, mm-hmm. which you're not, uh, you're honestly not even giving this new person a chance because you're so insecure about passion, um, about not insecure, but you're, 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 you're st- you still have, you have walls up because of the shit that you've been through. Yeah. Um, so I feel like when it comes to a new relationship, you, you can have what you do and do not like. You can have, um, uh, basically, sh- what's it called? Um, you can have shit that basically is like, all right, I'm good. I'm I'm good off that. You can you you can have those those things in place in your mind is like, I right, I know what I want, I know what I, I don't want. But I don't feel like you should come in a relationship blocked up. I'll give you that. Another little gray area. Mm-hmm. I disagree with him saying he's not supposed to make her happy and she's not supposed to make him happy. For one reason and one reason only. You can be happy with yourself and love yourself and feel like you're not getting the all from the other person. Mm-hmm. At the time, either way, you have to be the one to make your significant other happy because it's the small things. Mm-hmm. You know you look good. You feel better when your girl be like, "Where you think you're going, nigga? You looking all good?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, 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 just because you love yourself don't mean you have a high self esteem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because you love yourself don't mean you're a confident person. Yeah, like you, you, you pick up tricks from your parents. Like, yo, my my mom, my mom's was a, a low confidence person. That's just me. Like, like, my thing is, is for you. Like, there's nothing, and this is a hundred percent fact. There's nothing Jay Z can't say to Beyonce that she ain't never heard from a random nigga on the street before. Mm-hmm. But coming from her husband, yeah. Makes it feel pure because I'm with you forever. So when I get wrinkled, well, Jay gonna get wrinkled first. So when Jay get wrinkled, B gotta tell him, <laughs> word, word, word. nigga, you look good. Yeah, yeah. 
So you can't just keep that confidence. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, so in the way you now, it ain't my job to fucking build your character and make you a person. Take all types of shit all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. Now, now, now you sitting here, you only this kind of nigga because I made you this kind of nigga. Mm-hmm. No, that's not my job. Like, you got kids, I got kids. Mm-hmm. They're gonna grow up and have their own personality. Mm-hmm. Our job is to help them build their portfolio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take all the shit that you do and know about yourself and make it one. Mm-hmm. And in the relationship, you know, this is everything you can do. Giving somebody support is making them happy. Yeah, of course. Like, if, 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 I'm, if, I'm, if me and you sitting here doing the podcast and I'm like, yo, I mean, I'm stressed the fuck out. And I'm at home. And my podcast being looked at as, man, they do that shit later. Mm-hmm. I'm going to feel like, um, damn, bro, you ain't going to support me. Yeah. It's going to make me star and not, like, yo, you're an unsupportive motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Not saying I don't love myself, but support is support. Mm-hmm. And that's the the line people don't understand. It's like, a, uh, I don't need you to make me happy. Like, first of all, me, myself personally, I'm a over-the-top happy nigga. Yeah. All the time. You can't change that. Mm-hmm. But I need you to make me happy in other stints of life. Like, I can't. I can't cook everything that exists on a menu. Mm-hmm. I love baked macaroni and cheese. I ain't the best baked macaroni and cheese maker. Yeah. Make me happy when you make Big Mac cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you never make it. But, all right, all right, all right. I'm talking about small shit yeah, like that. Yeah, no. So to build off of that, which is something I was thinking about too, where we at? Nah, we good. I'll tell you the stuff, but I'll just reset. All right, so we we'll build off of that. What I was thinking in that same vein is like, all right, you're happy yourself. I'm happy myself. We come together. We make each other happy. But at the same time, that communication is so, so important because all right, certain things you would like me to do that I don't do, speak on it. You want me to take you out on dates, but um, I, I, I agree. With I'm you. not taking you I out on dates. I agree. With so, that. tell me you want me to take out you on a date, but also, if that's just not the person I've been or whatever, I'm not just gonna do it. Yeah, yeah not this. Yeah, I'm, I'm not just gonna do it. But I can I can make the effort to do it because you spoke on it. But if that's just not me and I I don't think about shit like that, all right, you make a suggestion or. You set up a date and just tell me, yo, uh, we, uh, I want you to come out with me here. We're going to go here. Um, we're going to have, have a good time. We're going to go see this movie. I wanted to see this movie, so I got the tickets. Like, Just make sure that you you got the free time. Let me know if you got the free time. We're going to go see it um, this time or whatever. Okay. Like, it, it can't be just one-sided. Like, I just saw um a, 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 a little Maury, um, no, still Steve Walker's. I seen a little um thing just Steve. Um, yeah, that that corny ass show. But I seen a, a, a thing John was sent me yesterday. I ain't watching it. it. Now it's like, yo, chick was mad that the dude wasn't taking her out on dates. But as soon as I heard that, and she's like, you don't take me nowhere. I told you so many times I want to go out. You only um we only went to the movies once. We went out to eat once to Olive Garden and shit. Um, but you don't take me nowhere. You always want to sit in the house. Why didn't you? Make a suggestion, we go here. Why didn't you set up the date for y'all to go here? Like, I know what you're saying. Like, like, it's not just the one-sided thing where you just making suggestions for the other person to do something for you. If they're not doing it, then you do it yourself. You you make that initiative. You, you, you give that initiative. You push that initiative or whatever. And then 
then we can go do that. Maybe I'll enjoy what you just did and I'll think about doing it um the next time. I think about something else outside of the box that we haven't done. But I don't I just feel like it's it's never just a one-sided situation. It that the main thing in a relationship that's gonna work as long as both sides are are confident or comfortable in themselves and, and love themselves is communication. Well, but communication comes the other person. Mm. It's the gray Becomes the other person making you happy because you're telling them this is what I want from you, mm. and that brings joyment to me. Mm. So when Will Smith was like, "It's not my job to make you happy," it kind of is because I won't spend forever with a female mm-hmm. who's not really. Like, yeah, we're spreading love, mm-hmm. but we're spreading the love that we have for ourselves and giving it to each other. Mm-hmm. What about the love I'm supposed to have for you mm-hmm. on my own? Like, yeah, I love you. You're a great guy. Like, Aaron, I'm in love. Right, Aaron, I love you. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to be in love with you. You're my cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can never be in yeah. love with my cousin. Uh-huh. You only can be in love with your partner. Mm-hmm. I can I can love I can love AJ forever. Mm-hmm. Never gonna be in love with him because I can't date my son. Yeah, so, relationship wise. Yeah, relationship wise. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like I hear what he's saying and he's right, mm-hmm. but nah. In the way, a certain shit you did, Will Smith, the person I'm talking, certain shit you did that Tupac didn't. Because mm-hmm. your wife loved Tupac exactly. as well. Loved Tupac, but wasn't in love with Tupac. It would have broke your heart if she left you for Tupac. Yeah, he said that too. But I also feel like that also comes with the willingness to cooperate too. But that made him happy. Yeah, but she told him why I'm not. I'm not going that pop route. Yeah, You're totally different from that. And he said there like, oh really? He probably didn't say that too. Yeah, but then his mom was like, yeah, yeah. N- nigga, she made you happy. But the, but. The, this one I'm saying, like when it comes to the whole give and take part of the situation, a part of relationship that goes with the willingness to cooperate. I That's like true. That's true. If you're deeply in love with somebody, you're more willing to cooperate with the type of stuff that they're that they, that they you that they feel like you would make them happy doing. Mm-hmm. So, like, even if it's not something that you would usually do, just every now and then suggesting to do it. Will make that person so much happier is because, oh shit, okay, they they taken in what I was saying before. Like not only have I said it, but they they have recognized it or they they paid attention to what I was saying. Now they're making um efforts to to do it themselves, and that's on both sides of the fence. Like that shouldn't just be one sided. I did you cooperation and willing. Yeah, so I, I believe self love, cooperation, and willingness to um. Your self-love, communication, and the willingness to cooperate with the office, with the um your, your partner makes for a, a, a great relationship. I agree. You gotta set it no better than close this out. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Bar, that was the episode this of, week of the I Don't Care What You Think podcast. Bar, bar. We love Dr. Like, get on out of here. Valentine's Day next week. It is next week. I almost forgot about that. Uh, peace, love, and happiness, people. Uh, thank you. Love you. Let your side grow. Get the fuck out of here.
Mamba mentality. Mamba mentality, it's time to bring it out of me. Mamba mentality. Huh? So special. It started off as a dream. Worked hard in my teens, my teachers never believed. I found something I love. I gave it my energy and it gave me all that I need. These moments giving me life. Teamwork, it taught me to sacrifice These wins mean nothing without some rings on our finger I never hold back, that's not the heart of a leader 81 what we need, and I know that I could beat them Don't let that shot fool you, I'll lock you down on the defense Student of the game, that's where I started at MVP, father, author, yeah you all of that Every man up in life make mistakes And when you at a level, your success is bringing hate Your patience running thin, but your body never breaks And just like Lay's, I brought chips to the states Back to back with Shaq, repeat to be exact Put the city on my back, Staples Center got it packed huh. I looked at Kobe and I seen the star Looked in the mirror and I seen the scars He couldn't hide the pain in him, that's just who we are I found passion in this music, I'ma take it far My pops taught me if you real, you gon' have it hard And that was 8, I ain't get that shit to 24 It's sad that a legend left before I seen them all I know you in a better place with your daughter now I can't say I know the feeling, can't imagine how Your legacy gon' live forever in our souls now And we can't settle for no silver, we need gold crowns Kobe taught me lessons, it's mine over matter My game won't be questioned, my mental is my power My family is my blessing, my life is what I make it And death my only exit Mamba mentality, Mamba mentality It's time to bring it out of me Sharing some thoughts with you my mentality, it's time to bring it out of me. Yeah. That's real shit, nigga. Kobe was with all of us. I think that's something we gotta practice, Mamba mentality. Shit. I feel about you guys. And uh, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I, God, I love you guys. And uh, I love you guys. What can I say? Mamba out. So special.